Religion of black folks is definitely something that I want to talk talk about for a very long time because I see a lot of conflict between between um, logic, you know, between people in regards to religion. Um, there is one set of folks who 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 hold religion deeply. Then you have another set of folks who criticize and uh, demonize religion as a whole. You know, among black people, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when someone is criticizing religion or, you know, religiosity or whatever it may be, they are stating that, that religion or, you know, for the most part, usually Christianity is the white man's thing. It's, it's the white man's religion. It's the white religion, and for a black person to follow Christianity, they are indoctrinated, you know, in a, in a with a white mind, so to speak. And um, I find a lot of flaw in that reasoning, you know. Um, okay, ooh, quick question. Do you think Christianity is really black of origin, or is it used an excuse to hold on to it? Um... The or part, I, I think you want to, I think you need to clarify that one. The first part of your question, do you think Christianity is really black of origin? I'll say that Christianity is, is a person of, it's, it is non-white in origin. I'll state that because Jesus was not white. There's no way Jesus was white. Jesus was quite far from white. Even the Bible itself states Jesus, describes Jesus as a person of color. So... Yeah, you, there you have that. Um, the other part is using excuse to hold on to it. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't understand that that part of the question. Yeah, uh, one thing I want to note is that Christianity should not be considered just a white thing, because technically, first and foremost, let's establish the basis that Christianity and the and all the characters in the Bible, you know, that that correspond with Christianity were not white. The only white person that corresponds with uh, the Bible is probably Roman folks. That's about it. I mean, Constantine and Bama's like that. But first and foremost, establish the fact that Chris, Chris, like the characters concerning Christianity were not white. All over the Middle East and Africa, no, they're, they're not white. Number two, we need to realize that white folks don't follow their own religions. You know, every white, every religion that actually has white heroes are considered mythologies. You know, uh, you have Zeus, Thor, all those guys, uh, Odin, all them bammers were white religions. Then you have all the unknown ones with the Gauls and the, you know, old Hung Hungarian folks. And, you know, there's tons of religions out there with uh, a multitude of deities. But for the most part, white folks don't believe in their own shit anymore. I think that it'd be more accurate to to look at Christianity as if it's something that has been, been appropriated from people of color. That makes more sense because Christianity is not, it's not, it's not a white thing. 
Jesus was not white. It cannot be a white thing. Um, when a lot of when the the woke folks when the were the because the woke community a lot of times um, for one to be woke they are either anti Christian or atheist or both and um, like atheism likes to use logic and reason like to use uh, truth evidence and jurisprudence to um, prove things and stuff like that to uh, counter religion which is very valid you know. Um, I've never seen Jesus, therefore, I don't believe in Jesus. Never seen God, therefore, you know, where's proof, where's evidence? Okay, this is my stance because there is no evidence. That's a very valid point. So a lot of the, um, the smart folks, it, uh, or I guess, you know, they kind of work with being faithless. Okay, so since Christianity is from Africa or of non-white origin, do you think it's okay for Native Americans to practice it? Okay, so that question looks more like I'm registering my head is, is it okay for anybody to, you know, do any religion, in my opinion? I'll say, yeah, and I'll say yes. But, you know, to include white folks, I have no problem with white folks being Christians. What I'm more concerned with is what folks are doing with that religion at hand or um, what they use, like what they use it for. I believe that I believe that religion is a neutral concept and is mo and is more so but you know what one needs to worry about is not if someone's religious or not but what they are doing with that religion because here's the thing a lot of a lot of um the woke community cats they'd be like you know can't be a christian because it's a white person thing white folks invented it whatever else and um when it comes to how christianity is governed like the, the layers of it modern day like say uh, Roman Catholic type stuff and things like that. Well, yeah, I mean, Roman Catholic, I mean, Romans, whites, they, they constructed that. I, I get that, but religion in itself should be considered a neutral concept, like a flashlight or a skateboard or anything. And it makes no sense to forego something because white folks have it or use it. Let me use an, let me use, let me use an analogy here. Uh, let's get a big one. All right. Ugh. All right. This right here is an assault rifle. All right. This right here is considered a gun or a rifle. This is something that white folks use a lot. So being that white folks use weapons like guns, does that mean that black folks should should flat out not use guns? Let me hear you say let me hear you say it. All right. Another weapon. You know, um, they pop this out right quick. Weapon, bullets. This right here is called a rip round. How this bullet works, 45 ACP by the way, but how this bullet works, it's supposed to, um, it, um, like these teeth break when it hits the, when it hits the body, these teeth break off into eight different shards with the back plate of the bullet also pushing forward. So this thing breaks into nine pieces when it hits the human body or something hard. A white person invented this shit. Okay, a white person invented this bullet that I use for home defense. Because a white person invented this bullet, does that mean I shouldn't use it?
Oh, no one? Okay. All right. So I think you get my point. Um, just because a white person, you know, constructed something or used something or whatever else may be, that doesn't mean that that you as a black person should completely avoid it. That will be categorically asinine. You know, um, like how do you how do you <laughs> you know, nah, you no, 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 no. Nah, no, no, no. There's things out there that are neutral concepts. That bullet is neutral. That gun is neutral. What you should be concerned with is what folks are doing with those bullets and guns. So, you know, back, you know, back to the main analogy, one should be more concerned with what folks are doing with religion. Is it possible to use is it possible to use religion wrong or to as an as an enabler for warfare or uh, as a, a means to control a population? Oh, well, absolutely. But just because that's the case, that doesn't mean that one should completely forego such a thing, nor should that be the means to uh, demonize such. Should one should should one not have a weapon to defend their house? defend their family, defend the ones they love because there's a person who's a spree killer because somebody, because mommy took their, <laughs> using Sean's, Sean Scott's example earlier, earlier, mommy took somebody's Xbox away. So, uh, you know, roll up and shoot a school, mow, like mow down a school or whatever else, go on a spree killing, spree killing murders. No, no. You sh I mean, you, it's possible to have a gun and never, never shoot a bullet at anybody just something self-defense it depends on what you're doing with it so i will say that when it comes to religion instead of being anti-religion as a whole as a global ideology against religion one should evaluate what is someone doing with that religion and then go from there you know because a person's you know using using religions like say back in the first civil rights movement churches were the um who was calling me up god damn it um churches were the uh were used the most used to churches were used to hold meetings and things like that and they're largely untracked because at the time segregation existed and black churches were were like the the biggest institution that that um, whites had no control over. They had no, they have no, they had no interest in the black church in segregation. The problem, modern day, modern day, after integration, the power of the black church in regards to civil rights has been ruined because now there is a large white interest to to use black churches against black people. Um, I forgot what this guy's name was. And, you know, I guess he's not that important. I forgot this guy's name, but this guy, this guy's name, uh, he, he, he looks like Brian Pumper. This is a dude with the Brian Pumper haircut. He's a preacher and he was like following Donald Trump around and stuff. That guy, the fact that you had a black preacher of a prominent black church, um, Defending Christianity? Okay, I'll, yeah, I, I will. I will. You have a you had a prominent black preacher of a black church running around with Donald Trump, you know, trying to vouch for Donald Trump. That is a great example of what goes wrong with black churches today. They can be bought off. 
You know, there's an expectation that as a black church, you might get large sums of money from the white community. And since you since you have to worry about white opinion, because white folks can possibly pour more money into your church, which is something that most church leaders care immensely about. It, it kind of like dissolves the uh, dissolves the resolve of um, black leadership from churches. So that's the problem that we're dealing with today that is deeply frustrating. You know, you got a lot of uh, Tanuki suit cats coming out of these churches, coming from the church community and stuff like that, to the point where at large, I imagine there will never be another Martin Luther King or um, church based leader in civil rights because they can infinitely be bought off similar to similar to black athletes. But that's another topic in itself. Um, like Iraria, if I said your name correctly, she mentioned Islam. Um, that's another one. Islam is it's it's harder to defend Islam because, you know, where in Christianity, the hero of Christianity is Jesus. So technically, it's easy to defend Christianity because if Jesus didn't say it or didn't teach it or didn't um, there was not the influence leading to the, in that direction, then it's it's kind of like null and void in regards to Christianity. Christianity is not called Davidanity. It's called Christianity. You know, so David was a warrior, warrior king and all these wars and stuff like that. He's a war hero. Yeah, that's in the Bible. Yes, but not everything in the Bible pertains to Christianity. The Bible is a collection of books. Um, Jesus was a carpenter. So it's easy to defend Christianity objectively. But Islam is difficult because technically Muhammad, you know, was actually a warrior. Muhammad is very, if you objectively speaking, Muhammad was uh, he's very comparable to David in, in the Bible. A warrior guy. Um warrior messenger dude um yeah islam islam is interesting man because uh for a very long time islam was a uh it had a large grand humongous black afro-american um association because a lot of uh because while while islam Islam spread it through warfare, like most most of the Abrahamic religions. But Islam maintained foothold in the Middle East, uh, a bit of South Southeast Asia, you know, the Philippines and you know uh, Indo Indonesia, Indochina area, stuff like that. Um, but when Islam moved moved westward in Africa, they came across many problems, and um, there's a lot of wars they lost. So. In a lot of those wars being lost in West Africa, um, a lot of the slaves, a lot of the prisoners that were later on, later on became slaves were Muslim. So you have a lot of, um, so you had a lot of folks who were originally Muslim who were transported to United States through the Atlantic slave trade. So with that history behind us, and I'm a slave descendant myself, with that history behind us, you know, um, Islam is, is considered the first religion or primary religion of black people. And that's how it's pitched, at least by the nation of Islam. And uh, which most, most like, you know, the mainstream Muslims don't consider Islam at all. And um, yeah, so 
there was a time period where names like Jamal, Ali, Ali Shaheed, and all this things like that, these names were considered black names. Like how, you know, you know, you had Chinese names or, or Irish names or German names, you know, but after this war on terror, it seems like folks forgot about that. Now everybody thinks of uh, the Middle Eastern brown guy. But at the same time, black folks are also getting wrapped up in that in that Islamophobia. So black folks, we have Islamophobia and Afrophobia pitched against us, especially if you have an Islamic name, which were usually presented as uh, Afro and uh, Afro-American names. No, they were not. You're losing me, Johnny. Elaborate, Sean. You said no, they were not. What, what do you mean? If Jesus actually existed, he would have been black. You said black revolutionary. Scrolling. Yeah, there we go. If Jesus actually existed, he would have been seen as revolutionary. Black people are Muslim now because Islam enslaved black people before Europeans. Yep, that's true. That's true. Um, Islam spread it mostly through warfare. So, yeah, correct. Arab slave trade did start earlier, Sean, but that doesn't necessarily make the European slave trade less bad. Yeah. On the names? Nah, I think I'm correct on that one. You know, um, Jamal, Ali Shaheed, I mean, Ali Shaheed Muhammad, that, that's the, that's the DJ Beatsmith off a tribe called Quest. You know, you know, I went to school with a kid named Jihad. I known at least three Jihads in DC. That's an actual, that was actually someone's name. Someone's name was Jihad. Yeah, Jihad Jenkins. You know, like, we actually named folks Jihad. I wonder how, how that guy's doing now. Remember this dude named <laughs> Jihad. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, those, it's like, there's a huge black association with Islam before 9-11, before this war on terror era. That's, that's, and then you had the nation Islam that tried to reclaim that. Yeah, so that, I mean, I don't see how you feel that that's not, um, that's not accurate. You know, when someone sees the name Muhammad Ali, they think of a black dude, or Muhammad, they, they thought a black dude first, not, you know, a, uh, a brown, ambiguously brown guy from the Middle East, at first, before the war on terror. But, uh, for the most part, back to the main thing, I think that, yeah, my half-brother has a brother in Saudi named Jihad. Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, I think we should be more concerned with folk, what folks are doing with religion. And I think that if one were to be super hypercritical of religion, I think it'd be best to consider all things that come in the form of religion, like say, what we call in psychology, uh, civic religions. A civic religion is something that, it's hard to explain. I can, uh, an example would be better. Um, a civic religion, like say, how a lot of conservative guys, conservative cats, white folks, they treat the forefathers of the United States, they treat the constitution as if it's, a you know, it becomes like a civic religion. Patriotism, yeah, patriotism, can be deadly. Patriotism or uh, nationalism, that's also, um, there's a civic religion in that that is immensely dangerous. Immensely dangerous. As a matter of fact, 
This is tying into, uh, you know, what's going on in the South right now. There's a civic religion in regards to this Confederate shit going on, man. You know, they, they sit there and pretty much make, create damn near deities out of these Confederate generals and Ku Klux Klan, you know, creators and all this other shit, man. All these slave owners. It's like a religion. You know, talk to a red, you know, talk to, uh, you know, one of these ammo cracker cats out here about about, the, you know, this Confederate stuff and see how how see how religious they sound. All that religious zeal they have in regards to protecting and maintaining, you know, um, Confederate Confederate things and Confederate illusions and statues and artifacts and stuff. Check that mess out. But you also have the civic religion of um, the, the, the bread and butter American civic religion of um, conservative patriotism where where the forefathers become deities that are completely infallible. They're totally perfect. Yeah, animal cracker. <laughs> Patent that. Yeah, I should. That the forefathers were perfect and um, they're not. But when people make when people make characters like, say, the forefathers of the United States perfect and they act like the Constitution was perfect and the preamble to the Constitution was perfect and America is a perfect nation. That becomes a religion. And that right there is far more dangerous. It's more close to home because it goes under the radar a whole lot, a whole lot. And I believe that out of all the religions out there, we need to address that. You know, like how folks adhere to creating, you know, creating heroes out of, you know, men, you know, flawed, horrendous, batshit, fucked up, slave owning men. All right. That's definitely that's def that's the religion that I want to tackle. You know, not to not to exactly eradicate, but be on the be on the lookout once again what are they doing with it you know that is more important i think religion is something like a flashlight you know you can um, either shine light on something or you can beat somebody in the head with it if you're beating somebody in the head with it um that should be of concern if you're using just a shine light hey you know have at it i think that we as the black community need to quit ostracizing those who are who are religious of i guess i'll say the the average religious cat, you know, don't just don't just demonize Christianity as is. Find somebody who is who is using it to enable warfare or uh, shit on others. Like say, if someone is a good example would be if someone um, wishes to revoke gay rights or maintain you know maintain a a, uh, a lack of gay rights, say gay marriage. And um, they want to invoke religion. That's the motherfucker we go after. You don't go after religion in itself. You go after the motherfucker using religion in the wrong way. This is similar to that analogy with the flashlight. Instead of using it to illuminate, they're cracking bambas over the head with it. That's the motherfucker. They're weaponizing it. That's the motherfucker we go after. We don't go after religion as a whole. We go after the, um, the person using it in order to subtract from others. You know, so that's definitely where we should be at in regards to uh, such a thing, man. But yeah, um, for those who are religious, I'll say that if you are a religious person, like most, like especially you Christians, since Christians are the majority of this nation, 
Um, there is a such thing as Christian Christian privilege in the United States. You know, especially opposed to like saying being a Muslim or atheist. There's a such thing as Christian privilege in the United States and how we like as we some a black guy, as we as black folks, you know, we, we tell and we demand white folks to hold other whites accountable. We, you, Christians, need to hold other Christians or so-called Christians accountable. And um, I think that, I think a lot of folks kind of do that, but it's not done enough. It's not done very well. A lot of times when someone claims they're a Christian, they wish to subtract rights or humanity from others, it's flat out allowed. You know, um, you can't just say, well, they're not Christians or they're not good Christians. The end. You have to do something about it. You have to you have to to eradicate them or something. I don't know. You just you got to stop it. You have to end that shit, man. You got to you have to fight you have to fight for your um, you got to fight for, I guess, the the face of your religion. You know, you have folks like Westboro Baptist Church types. You have Ku Klux Klan types who Interestingly, the Ku Klux Klan hate the Catholic Church, but they have a lot of Catholic imagery that they um, emulate. For all the robes and all the other shit, the, the damn hat looks like a Catholic meter, you know, those giant things and stuff like that. Hope we defend non-religious people as much as we do for, for religious people then. I agree. Um, we can't talk about religion without talking about the irreligious. So when it comes to um, lacking religion, there's two sides of town that I've seen with this, that I've observed. You have the irreligious, you have the anti-religious. Anti-religious hate religion, they wanna attack it all everywhere they see it. And honestly, in attacking religion all the time, the anti-religious become a religion in itself um, because they're, they're always proselytizing, I can't say that word. They're always going around trying to recruit other folks into their brand of atheism. They all um, they have they they don't exactly have a church, but they seek they seek communities where they deliberate similar, which becomes a church in itself. Um, yeah, so you have anti-religious versus irreligious. I would say that it's better to be irreligious than anti-religious because if you're anti-religious, you have a negative identity. Everything about you, everything about your faith or lack of, banks off of how well that how well you seek to approach and attack those of faith. If you have no faith, you should exist as is. You just simply don't have faith. So, um, when it comes to irreligious, the irreligious people with religion in America need to understand that there is, especially Christians, there is a, such thing as Christian privilege. Atheists do not have Christian privilege. They don't have this privilege. You know, atheists are not respected the same way. They're respected logically with logically minded folks, but you know, when's, when when you think there ever will be, let's say, an atheist president? You know, you know, I'm, I imagine that there have been atheist presidents, but that that boldly proclaim, yes, I'm an atheist. So what? Like, when it, like, will that ever occur? Would America, would would America ever allow that? You know, um, those without religion most certainly need to be protected. I agree. I agree. But um, 
Yeah, because the atheists do get targeted by far. I agree. I agree there, uh, your IRA. I cannot. I, don't, I need to hear your name said so I can say it correctly. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly or not. Yeah, atheists also need to be protected as well, and um, atheists should be seen as any other person. You know, it is possible to have morality without religion. Morality is an objective construct. So, just because someone's an atheist doesn't mean that they are the devil. You know what I mean? You can't just be completely demonized and stuff like that. Gotta be fair. Yeah, though. Um, anyway, though, I'm about to bring this to a close. About to hit around 30 minutes. I'm glad everybody joined up on this. So I have to say that, uh, let me drink this real quick. It's about that time. Thanks for joining us. Before you leave, if you like what you heard, click like, subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, where we go for your podcasts. And not let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, AfroSapioFile. And if you want to be heard, you can always leave a voice message at 202. 854-1996 Last but not least Be sure to check us out on AfroSapioFile.com for everything pertaining to Intelligent Black Thought The Johnny Silver Cloud, the Vicious Abolitionist Signing out, peace Peace, peace I go by the name of V.S. Styles I'm out of Harlem, New York um, I wanted to learn a little words a few words rather to this whole romper fashion thing that's happening. Um, now, you know, I'm one that subscribes to tribalism, that's all we call it. So I believe in my brothers and my brother's keeper and the whole initiative Obama was trying to do. Anyway, I say that to say this. I really don't have no problem with the rompers thing in, let's say, the Caucasian community. I just have a problem with it getting to the black community and I don't know how it has gotten this far. I don't know how black people are considering it, you know. Um, we all see in that picture is a bunch of, oh, you know, suburban looking white guys that has the trend. But you see, you know, you see every other black person in the post condoning it. Like, you're going to see these, you're going to see these uh, metrosexuals walking around or something. But anyway, I don't want to get too offensive. I'm trying to choose my words correctly, I don't know what this is going to be used for. I just feel like that is a suburban fashion statement that people are going to take and use it just for the shock value, and that's pretty sad and gross to me. Yep. But anyway, I'm V. V.S. out of Harlem. That's my take on the robber situation. If you're black and you have any self-respect for yourself, and you claim to be a straight man, don't wear that shit. Alright? You're going to get roasted all through the summer. <laughs>